Following is a darshan given by His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj on May 5th, 1983 in Heidelberg, Germany. The talk was about Lord Chaitanya's pastimes. Otodene Koila Prabhu Bangeti Goman Jahajaya Taha Lawayanama Sankirtan Translation After some days the Lord went to East Bengal. Wherever he went he instructed toward he introduced the Sankirtan movement. Report. Although Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his devotees in disciplic succession can defeat all kinds of learned scholars, simply to defeat scholars and philosophers is not the occupation of a preacher. Preachers must simultaneously introduce the Sankirtan movement, for that is the mission of, Ch- of, the, of the Chaitanya movement. Vidya Prabhava Deki Chamotkara Chite Sat Sat Asi Sat Sat Asi Lagila Porite Struck with wonder by the influence of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's intellectual prowess, many hundreds of students can go, came to him and began simply to defeat scholars and philosophers, not the occupation of a preacher. Teachers must simultaneously introduce the Sankirtan movement, for that is the mission of the Chaitanya cult. Struck with wonder by the influence of Lord Chaitanya, I was intellectual prowess. Many hundreds of students came to him and began studying him under his direction. Say deshe vipranama mishratapan nishraya kodite nare sadho sadhan in East Bengal, there was a Brahmana named Tapan Misra who could not ascertain the objective of life nor how to attain it. Report. One must first ascertain the object of life and then understand how to attain it. The Krishna consciousness movement is pointing out to everyone that the object of life is to understand Krishna. And to attain that goal of life, one must present the Krishna Conscious Movement is pointing out to everyone that the object of life is to understand Krishna and to attain to that goal of life, one must practice Krishna Consciousness following the methods prescribed by, Goswami, by the Goswamis with reference to the authoritative Shastras and Vedas. It's very important that there are Two stages. First one has to ascertain the object of life and then understand how to attain it. 
When one gets um, smaller, or unique type of lighting or any facility, then if one doesn't have a good fund of knowledge, one won't be able to decorate the room. So similarly, one should know what is the goal of life and then accordingly work towards it. The problem in modern society is no one knows what is the ultimate goal of life, but yet everyone is working very hard. First the person has to figure out where he wants to go and then how to get there. The person doesn't know how to, where to go, then what is the question of discussing how to get there? First the person should concoct or should ascertain whether they want to advance. Bahu Shastro Bahu Bhakke Chitte Brahma Hoi Sadhu Sadhana Shrestha Na Hoi Nishchoi Translation If one becomes a bookworm, reading many books and scriptures and hearing many commentaries and the instructions of many men, this will produce doubt within his heart. One cannot in this way ascertain the real goal of life. Report by Śrīla Prabhupāda. In the Srimad Bhagavatam 7.13.8 it is said, Granthanayeva Bhyasit Bahunna Bhyakyanupayudnjitaha One should not read many books, nor should one try to make a profession of reciting many books, especially if one is a devotee. One must give up the ambition to be a learned scholar and in this way earn a worldly reputation and financial facility. If one diverts his attention to studying many books, he cannot fix his mind in devotional service, nor can he understand many scriptures, for they are full of grave statements and meanings. In this connection, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasi Thakur gives his opinion that those who are attracted to studying many kinds of literatures concerning various subject matters, especially fruitive activities and philosophical speculation, are deprived of unalloyed devotional service because of their splayed attention. Man has a general tendency toward fruitive activities, religious rituals, ceremonies. The living entity thus bewildered since time immemorial does not understand the real goal of life, and thus his activities in the in life are wasted. Innocent peer persons misled in this way are deprived of unalloyed Krishna Bhakti, devotional service to the Lord. Tapanisar is a vivid example of such a person. 
He was a learned scholar, but he could not ascertain what the goal of life was. Therefore, Tapan Mishra is given a chance to hear Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instructing Sanatana Goswami. Lord Chaitanya's instruction to Tapan Mishra is especially significant for persons who loiter here and there collecting books and reading none of them, thus becoming bewildered regarding the aim of life. Thus ends text 11, chapter 16 of the Adilila Chaitanya Charitamrita. So this Tapan Mishra was very bewildered because he had read so many books. If one reads many spiritual books with their little subtle commentaries and their differences, it sometimes becomes very confusing. Therefore, one is recommended initially not to meet Tapan Mishra was sent by Lord Chaitanya later on from this eastern Bengal to Banaras. Imagine when Lord Chaitanya was 14, he went to eastern Bengal and he told Tapan Mishra, you go to Banaras and wait for me. I'll be coming there. And Lord Chaitanya went there after he'd gone to Jagannath Puri, say roughly 10 to 15 years later. The whole time, Tapa Mishra. They had no doubt that Lord Chaitanya would come. That's what you call carrying out the order of the spiritual master. didn't understand, although Lord Chaitanya was playing the part of a scholar, he already knew exactly what was going to happen in the drama. Otherwise, how could he tell Tapai Mr. that you go to Banaras and I'll be coming in? Fifteen years later he comes and delivers. And he goes, and the moment that he gets to Banaras, you might be thinking, Dr. Scott, that he went and looked in the yala, in the phone directory to find Tapan Mishra. But of course, you're laughing because you know that there was no phone directory then. There was no other kind of directory either. So how did he meet Tapan Mishra when he went to Banana? How did he search him out and Find his house because there was, he didn't know the address. Which temple? There's a thousand temples in there. You know, Daishri? Kalindi? He went, Lord Chaitanya went to the Dasasame bathing god to take his bath. And just at that moment that he went to the god, who happened to 
also go to take his bath for Tapanasya. The very moment that Lord Chaitanya arrived, she advantage of being the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Is that one doesn't have to go through all these exercises. Automatically, the devotees just happen to be in the right places at the right time. You should understand that the Lord Chaitanya was the Grihasta. At that time, there was no indication, even apart from a few weeks before he took sannyas, there was no indication that he would ever give up Grihasta ashram or he would. Or to speak of going to Puri or to Banaras. So, therefore, these pastimes of Lord Chaitanya are known as alokic or inconceivable, transcendental. Sapneyakavi prokohe sunoho tapan. Nimai pandit pase kodohogaman. Tapan Mr. being thus bewildered was directed by a brahmana in a dream to go to Nimai pandit Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Teho tumar sadho sadhan koribe nishchoi. Sakhadishar teho nahika sansoi. Because he is the Lord, Ishwara, the brahmana told him undoubtedly he can give you proper direction. Sapno deke misra asi prabhura charane. Sapne rabritanto sabakoilo nivedone. After seeing the dream, Tapan Misra came to the shelter of Lord Chaitanya lotus feet and he described all the details of the dream to the Lord. Prabhu tushtahoya. Sadho sadhana kohilo nama shankirtana koro upadesha koilo. Translation. The Lord, being satisfied, instructed him about the object of life and the process to attain it. He instructed him that the basic success of life is to chant the holy name of the Lord. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Report. The Krishna consciousness movement is based upon the instruction of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that one must chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra regularly and according to the prescribed principles. We simply ask our Western students to chant at least 16 rounds a day. But sometimes we find that they fail to chant even these 16 rounds. And instead they bring many austere books and their worshipping method that diverts their attention in so many ways. So, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement is based upon the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. Lord Chaitanya first advised Tapan Misra to be 
to fix his mind in this chanting, we, the members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement, must strictly follow this advice of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this Krishna Conscious Movement, whose orders should we strictly follow? Strictly follow the advice of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Don't read too many books. Read Prabhupada's books. Sufficient. And chant strictly Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. When someone doesn't chant, when they feel dissatisfied, then they start to, without chanting, one loses the full taste of the spiritual activities. Then the mind becomes restless. But then sometimes, People either read material, novels, fiction to divert the mind, give it some temporary release, or they start to absorb the mind in some other activity. So what happens to people, they don't have the taste for devotional service, they start reading other books, and their mind becomes further diverted. So it's important that we continue chanting and that as far as possible we engage the body and the mind in the service of Lord Krishna. So, we've seen in this kind that sometimes so-called pundits, they start reading so many different books and as a result they become bewildered. Spiritual knowledge, not a material academic exercise. There are big, big scholars who study the Gita or different Vedic literatures or even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's like in America, there's someone who wrote a translation of Chaitanya Charamita. Never become popular. He gives so many speculative explanations because he's not connected to the Parampara. Some professor somewhere. Translated. You never hear, I think, I don't know, he translated it, I don't know if he published it. It's not very popular. 
it gives so many speculative ideas. So what happens is one should actually understand these spiritual books from the guidance of people who are practicing. So, when people start to read the different books, they don't have the necessary spiritual strength. They can't understand it. It seems to be confusing. It seems to be bewildering. And then they fall down. Therefore, one should be very strict in receiving spiritual guidance. To take it only from the authorized spiritual master and some cases his uh, representative. In order that maximum spiritual strength and understanding can be achieved. We shouldn't be like a little child who wants to wander off and see what's in the world. Then we look around, we don't have any mother or father, and we start crying. Because we wandered away too far. We shouldn't pursue independent study of so many different literatures which may lack the clear explanation of Srila Prabhupada or advanced Vaishnavas. And thus, we become bewildered when we hear those spiritual instructions. See, I remember so many different instances. Very heartbreaking. Where people would start to read different books and they didn't have the capacity to understand what was being said, but it so therefore created doubts in their mind left the path of devotional service. So when Srila Prabhupada requested his followers chant 16 rounds, that they read the Vedic lessons from the authorized sources, this is not an impractical or theoretical point. This is very essential. Most essential. Any questions? Passive chanting Hare Krishna. The Lord being satisfied instructed him about the object of life and the process to attain it. Object of life is pure devotional service and a way of attaining it. 
Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult is based upon the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So Lord Chaitanya first advised Tapamish to fix his mind on his chanting. I mean, sometimes you meet people, you're very enthusiastic, you tell them how to chant, and they say, what else? What else can I do? What else? What else? What else? But they're not ready for the what else. First they should not chant. Become purified, then what else comes up? They're not ready, and they say, give me what else, and you instruct them. And then they may think that, well, I don't like that, or that's talking that way. And then what's the use? They should be ready to be able to take all the other what else does that come up. Combination of the heat and the heavy donuts they gave. <laughs> yes. You get the capacity by reading, not by reading it, surely just by reading, but by chanting and practicing devotional service. And one builds up capacity to be able to understand more. Spiritual knowledge is something which is realized, it's not just academic. The people that approach it and they start to neglect their... There's two types of reading. Some people may read other spiritual books or many spiritual books without chanting, then there's also reading of just karmi literatures which simply agitate the mind for no positive spiritual purpose. So both these things are not recommended. That's why we confine, we don't just read, we're not just studying. Vigyana yogis, they just read. We don't do just reading. We chant, and then we read. In fact, Prabhupada, he would insist both in the West as well as in India, before we give a lecture, there has to be chanting of Hare Krishna. That way the people's consciousness is somehow opened up. Otherwise, it's very hard for the seeds of Krishna consciousness to penetrate when the consciousness is totally sealed off in material outlook. Chanting is kind of like plowing the field and then you read and it's like planting the seed. It comes very... Nice. Is that right, Kevala Bhakti? Is that correct? Yeah. You have to chant Hare Krishna first? Yeah. And then read Krishna book? Secrets for success. 
sacred, of course, is to try to please one spiritual master as well as the predecessor spiritual master. The combination is perfect. Sometimes someone falls into bad habits and then the chanting comes down. There's no, there's no other recourse than gradually building up this momentum again. For that, it seems the best is chanting early in the morning before doing other activities. It's very easy to chant 8 or 16 or 12 rounds. Once in the middle of the day, a person hasn't chanted at least a few rounds in the morning. Then usually it's very hard for them to bring the mind into concentration. So it's always good to get as many rounds as possible done early. Then you can make up the rest later on fairly easily. So, just like if you're trying to climb a hill and your car stalls, it's a little complicated starting because you got to rev up the engine. It's a little difficult. But one has to do it. So it's kind of like in the beginning, somehow in your chanting you stall your engine. Then we have to push start it or whatever. But once you get going again, then it becomes again natural. So we take on some negative attitude if we do that I can't do it, then of course it's very difficult. But actually, once a person again starts to chant regularly, one uh, doesn't seem very difficult at all. That's a little practice. And it starts to develop a nicer taste. If a person doesn't get a lot of taste from chanting, then they can increase the number of times they chant Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Adwaiti Gidadha Shri Vasudhi Gaurabhastra which helps one in chanting. Confusers say that he quoting some specific verse or this something you heard or what? Really? I think a far out science fiction movie. 
I've never heard it. Bhagavatam says that in the Kali Yuga, the demons that weren't killed by Krishna, they got the benediction of taking birth in Brahmin families. But not in the same body as you know, two souls or twins or something like that. They got the benediction of taking birth as Brahmanas. Thus they get an opportunity to also get liberated. But as a result, the Brahmanas in Kali Yuga caused a lot of havoc because sometimes they let their demoniac qualities come out. For instance, in India it was the Brahmanas' intolerance and fanaticism that caused so many Hindus to be convert to Islam and not be accepted back into the Vedic culture. So, that's the only context. Apart from that, in Kali Yuga, religion is down, demonic characteristic is up. In the Bhagavad Gita, it says there are two kinds of people, those with divine nature and those with demonic nature. Within us, we all have the tendency to commit things in a sinful or in a pious way. And according to a particular person's nature, one person may tend to do more demonic things or more pious things. In general, in the Kali Yuga, people will tend to do more demonic things due to the age. So, the tendency is there in us, just as the tendency to go back to, to be Krishna conscious is there. So if we use our natural propensity to be Krishna conscious, we can transcend these material propensities like desiring fame, distinction, adoration, or breaking regular principles, doing violent actions. We chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, that awakens our original spiritual consciousness which is transcendental even to this material good and bad. Hare Krishna, Hare Bhagavan.